0: Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the movies. Shout out to my little friends! The philosophy. Carpe Diem. Seize the day. And the camaraderie.
1: I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. 80s addicts, it's stuck in the 80s time. This is your host, Steve Spears from TampaBay.com. Hi,
0: and I'm Sean Daly, the pop music critic from the St. Petersburg Times. I'm happy to be here, as happy, always. Happy,
1: as always. We're here today to talk about soundtracks from the 80s. The best.
0: Only the best soundtracks from the 80s. You know what's... And know, it's, Xanadu. And X- <laughs> <laughs> Plus Xanadu.
1: <laughs> It's tough because it's like we were, we were going through the list of all the great movies of the 80s and great soundtracks. You know, I narrowed it down to 35. I know. uh, Except
0: for both shows, should we tell them that this is a a special two-parter?
1: First time ever, this is a two-parter stuck in the 80s. We're going to talk about the early 80s on this show. 80
0: to 84.
1: Right, and then next show, next week, we will talk about the 85 through 89 movies. So don't get all... Don't get all wheezed on us if we don't mention Top Gun till show two, because that was uh, or Cocktail or Cocktail. (laughs) Do we have any songs from Cocktail?
0: Yeah, Cocktail is that lousy Beach Boys song. Yeah, Kokomo, (laughs) (laughs) Matata. Oh yeah, Kokomo is so bad.
1: (laughs) So anyway, so we're going to do the early ones first, and we will do the second ones. And as always, we we used your inspiration. We got a lot of feedback on our blogs from uh, what you guys thought were some of the best ones, and we'll. Read your comments as we suck down our Diet Mountain Dew and continue our M&M orgy fest that we like to call the weekly podcast
0: experience. The, um, you know, it's funny. I, uh, I'm looking at. I posted this on my blog a while ago about best days soundtracks. We got a lot of people chiming in, and one person was adamant that Eddie and the Cruisers was the best soundtrack. However, I don't have the a best? year for that. Do we have a year for Eddie no, and the Cruisers? I'm thinking that's producer. Late, do you have a guess? Do you news. know Eddie and the Cruisers? Mm-hmm. Ahead, guess He's the only something. one in the
1: room who was alive when that that
0: band fic- Maybe 80, fictionally played. 85. Who was the real? Who was the. Remember who was? It was, it was
1: uh, the Beaver Brown Band, wasn't it? John John,
0: Ca- John Caffrey. Cafferty yeah. The Beaver
1: Brown Band, yeah. That's. That's not bad. They did the sequel. Did Remember you all see? the
0: kids who were like back then? Were like, you know, I kind of prefer them to Springsteen. There always be a couple of those guys no. saying that. Yeah, I mean, could, is that the lads you know are for a band? dead? No, they're not dead. <laughs>
1: they're losers. They, actually, they're still out there. I, ch- I looked them up the other day. Who
0: the people who liked John Carrey? <laughs> no, they are dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, the,
1: the Beaver Brown Band exists, and you can like book them for your corporate function oh, and stuff God. like that. Can you imagine? I mean, we had to get them, book them to play a podcast.
0: You know, it's funny. Like sometimes, like was it like um, Christina Aguilera played for that Russian mobster and made. Like three million for like a corporate function. I wonder how much Cafferty, It's like seven, <laughs> $7. fifty in bus how fare. <laughs>
1: yeah, say, how much you got in your wallet? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that will do it. You so, know, the extended version of On the Dark Side. You know, so what's your, minutes long.
1: <laughs> what's your favorite? When you go, th- when you think about the early eighties, which uh, soundtrack pops up in your head first?
0: Um, well, first of all, let me say that was a big soundtrack guy. I am too. This is how cool I was. Soundtracks. I buy instead of like buying what the cool kids were listening to. I'd buy like the soundtracks. It's like ooh, Footloose. know, look, <laughs> it's vintage. And uh, and I also uh, read the novelizations of movies instead of like normal books. Like I'd read like ooh, the Last Starfighter novel. <laughs> did you ever read those? No. Oh yeah. I, I think I did for Star Wars. Maybe
1: I did for Star Wars. But that's, now, yeah.
0: I'm gonna say you know when probably maybe not my favorite, but the most influential is probably the Footloose soundtrack, 1984. Good choice. Damaging. Good so, choice. Very damaging soundtrack. Damaging how? Yeah, because it told dorky guys that couldn't dance that, hey, it's okay. The cute chicks are still going to like you if you go out there and do your stuff, like the late, great uh, Chris Penn in that role. Right.
1: right. And, it, and the irony, of course, was that in real life, he could not dance before that movie was shot. That whole scene was incredibly
0: ironic. Yeah. He, and it, tinge uh, of sadness. Now. Yeah, it is. Tinge but he,
1: he literally couldn't dance. And that when you see him faking, you know, learning to dance in the movie, that's him learning to dance.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, I remember, um, you know, that he was like the wacky sidekick. and So that's the guy that I really related to. Not, not uh, Ren. Was Ren. Was that Kevin <laughs> Ray? Because yeah. he could dance, and I couldn't dance. I was always a dork. So after seeing that movie, and I guess I was 14 at the time, and I remember... Pretty sure uh, a young woman named Liza Benedict. Liza Benedict, this is back when I lived in Massachusetts before I moved to Pennsylvania. And Liza Benedict, you know, she could realize, she knew we were at a school dance and she knew that I, I, I didn't, I couldn't dance. She's, she's like, come on, hee hee, it'll be funny. <laughs> we got the whole footloose thing going. And so I go out there and I proceed to do it. I can't dance, but I thought it'd be really cool if I did kind of this with like. Elvis thing, like Elvis playing a guitar, <laughs> and the look on Liza Benedict's face is like this, you know, like it's going to be a cute Footloose moment, it's like slowly proceeds to horror, you know, and as I'm trying to do the Elvis, and you're thinking, like, should I stay with the Elvis move, should I just kind of, like, leave, you know, go off the dance it was horrific, and so I, to this day, I can't listen to or watch Footloose at all.
1: What song was that, was prior. that... Uh that said?
0: was uh, Let's Hear It for the Boy. Uh, I, I forget what was playing at the dance. There's probably <laughs> nothing Elvis like. Let's Hear it for the Boy. But I don't know what I was, you know, every once in a while when I'm dancing, like May of the Wedding, I'll still try to do the Elvis move. It, it's not very good at all.
1: Let's see the Elvis move now. <laughs> it's kind
0: of like this, this, this sort of thing. Yeah, I know. I'm not quite sure what I was. Doing. Uh,
1: there's so many what reasons about, why this is not a video podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. And that's well, one of them right the there. That we're, we're naked right now.
1: <laughs> but what, what about you and Footloose? Did you have
0: a, a relationship with the Footloose soundtrack?
1: Yeah, actually, I did. The And um, I think I told we did a podcast already on footloose and i think i told the story then but there's sort of like a sidebar to this there's always a sidebar to all my stories and it's usually where it, where it turns drastically horribly criminal dark very dark but uh i went to see it with the first uh with the first you know the girl you know from the you know, <laughs> how,
0: about, how about the yeah. first one you? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the okay. one.
1: So uh, we went and saw it. and uh, The movie, yeah. Right. And then she got me the soundtrack afterwards. So we used to play it all the time. So I was like our vinyl so- or
0: tape? Tape. Yeah. Tape. I Back in tape. the day.
1: And then um, turns out she had a boyfriend at the same time up in Ohio where she was from. And so I mean that may be you know in fury you know I was just like in fuego that's not the right word <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? I was so mad that she had but, this, that, oh, she, that she had a boyfriend back home. Now he
0: she was two time in him with you?
1: Yeah. Okay. So actually he should have been the mad one but you know leave it to me to misplace my emotions. But right. uh so uh now <laughs> when I think of footloose the song that comes to mind can we play it? I want to hear it right now. Oh,
0: don't say it. Don't The say Girl it. Gets Around. Oh, wow, nasty. That really, it's, again, it's the dark side of yeah. Steve Spears. Yeah, from,
1: from me to you, Elisa. Here we go. This girl don't
0: sit still.
1: feel bad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. She re- her, Elisa, her name was. Alisa. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, good it's, kind of a, so, it's an obscure
1: name. song from the soundtrack. Would you like uh, to say Elisa's
0: last name? No. <laughs> or so, or perhaps her <laughs> social security number? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, actually, was, I actually
1: tried to look her up years later, and I was was able, unable to do it. You know, through those classmate.com sites? Right. It didn't work
0: out. Right. Um, because uh, I, well, I now have the deluxe remastered version of the Footloose soundtrack on CD, because I really like to have Kenny Loggins and high def you know, it's very <laughs> important but yeah that was very uh, yeah footless it was uh, you know it was that's, a, that's it one of the best ones of
1: the early another one that, that never gets any play and uh, not on my top uh, ten list or anything but do you remember the movie Streets of Fire I do
0: I do indeed and you know why I remember that movie Streets why? of Fire one because Diane Lane was really hot in it oh, but yeah. also I was living I believe might have been in ha- at Harrisburg at the time it stars the guy early. who was Eddie in the Cruisers Michael Perret. Yeah. It's all. See how we're putting it all together? We're all linking it together. There's a plan here. Michael Perret. (laughs) But anyway, Dan Hartman, who sang I Can Dream About You, was from Harrisburg. And I'm going to ask you a question right now. Dan Hartman, dead or alive? Uh, The person or his career? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the person. Uh, Dead? He is dead. He committed suicide. I don't have the year, but. Wow. Yeah, he committed suicide. So Harrisburg's last hope at at fame. It's funny, too,
1: because in the movie, they play. they play the song. The song is played by a a, a, right. a black group. Yeah,
0: and so the whole time. The, in fact, it was a dorky white guy who was. When singing in fact, the song. it was
1: a dorky white guy. Maybe that's
0: why. But I like that song. That's good too. I like on the, all those '80s mixes. I have like to go buy the '80s mixes, and they always toss that's that always on. on there.
1: That's yeah, always that's good on there. So.
0: But look, I mean, the first half of the '80s, um, it, it's loaded. It's loaded with good uh, good soundtracks. We have, uh, you know. A shout out to Urban Cowboy. Urban Cowboy, uh, and we have uh, my loyal blogger Gee, who uh, offers up Urban Cowboy as the best soundtrack of the yes, 80s. Not just, yeah, and he said with the Eagles, "Lion Eyes," Johnny Lee doing "Looking for Love." You know that sing a little "Looking for Love." Uh, you know, "Looking for Love," looking for... and all Charlie <laughs> Daniels, "Devil Went Down to Georgia," and ann Murray's "Can I Have This Dance." Yeah, I don't know about that. You know, Anne actually, Murray, it's Guy. not yeah, to say Anthony nothing Anthony of Ann Mickey Gillies' cover of "Stand By Me." How can you go wrong, Gee? There's a lot of ways you can go wrong. <laughs> yeah, actually, we went wrong. We had Aunt <laughs> Murray, actually, but yeah, uh, no. But still, it's a good soundtrack. I think let's, Jimmy let's, Buffett's on there too. And remember uh, 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 Deborah Winger on the Mechanical Bull and Urban oh, Cowboy? Oh yeah, very sexy. Yeah, very, very sexy. sexy. I was ten years old, but already she was I was, was like, of slutty feeling I have for Deborah Winger?
1: Yeah, and between that and Officer and a Gentleman, she
0: she was hot. Hard to work with, I hear though. Hard to work with.
1: I hear that when they made Officer and Gentleman, she couldn 't stand Richard Gere the two of them hated each other, and yet they had to do all those love scenes together.
0: bizarre, eh yeah, and yet they sold it quite well their let's love. play
1: let's let's dedicate a song to them. you want to play uh hell we could
0: do um looking uh, for love yeah, let's do looking for love Sweet classic lives losing again I-
1: Right, that's not a bad song.
0: Same year as Urban Cowboy,
1: Xanadu. Xanadu. Actually, go back to Urban Cowboy for one second. All right, sure.
0: We'll go back. Urban
1: Cowboy is one of the first two tapes I ever rented from my VCR when I first bought one.
0: <laughs> What's the other one? Caddyshack. And Caddyshack. That was a Caddyshack. <laughs> so, how soon till you rented something starting Amber Lynn? <laughs> Oh, we have Amberlynn fans in the room. Uh, anyway, also, Xanadu, talking about my feelings for Deborah Winger, Xanadu I actually saw in the theater. It's a horrific movie. Oh, it's one of the worst movies of the 80s. Horrific movie. However, I really had a thing for Olivia Newton-John. Oh, I did. call her ONJ. And I remember being, <laughs> being a little aroused during Xanadu, and I wanted to get popcorn, but, I, again, I was aroused during her dance numbers.
1: Wasn't there some awesome numbers that were done on roller
0: skates? There were. It wasn't Gene Kelly. And Gene been, Kelly was it. I don't think he was on Roller Skates. No, I can't remember. And whenever Gene Kelly at showed his up, age, I was suddenly not his age, really, really he yeah, you know, yeah, really shouldn't be on Roller Skates. And who skates was that actor who, was, uh, who played the the interest, that real 80s, uh, late 70s? He was also in The Warriors. Oh, God, if I know If anybody, if anybody knows that uh, actor. Yeah, blog us away on that. Blog us or email us. But
1: right. uh, No, yeah, I do remember that. In fact, I was hoping The Warriors would have been an 80s movie that we could have talked about. But at last, it was, I think,
0: 78. Because I
1: love that. Do you? That was probably one of the one of the maybe five movies I used to rent every year. As the a Warriors. matter, Warriors, Scarface, Blues Brothers, Animal House.
0: Give us the Warriors catchphrase. Go ahead. Warriors, come out and play. That's good. That's good. That's and can good. you dig it? I also? sound like French. Yeah, I wouldn't doing you that for Kate, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Can you dig it? Yeah. Okay. Also in 1980, we had Ow. Fame. Fame. I couldn't get in with the whole Fame crowd. You know, because fame was also, it was oh, the, the drama geeks. The drama geeks in school, you know, all of a sudden they're like dancing on my car. It's like, get the hell off my car, you're dead the thing, you know?
1: Yeah, well that, was it was it's musical, right, for the most part. I mean, they'd be in the, the lunchroom guy. and suddenly they'd break out in yeah, the song. Yeah,
0: they're always breaking out in the song. And like all the, like, in high school it really unified the drama geeks for like a good, like...
1: It's a real 70s sounding... Uh
0: and yeah, it was 1980. Too.
1: Yeah, well. Unless you're getting your years wrong. Here. No, no, I never get my
0: years wrong. <clears> All right, right um, then we have 1982. We have our theme song, 48 Hours. Yeah, we have to take a break and listen to that one, right? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Here we go. Pumped been, up. Let's do it first. Off. I've been, I've been waiting, waiting for a long time. Do your friend Drescher singing it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting
1: <laughs> All right, here, here let's play that.
0: Let's play Cue that. Cue it up. We're going to two. every time. I know, we, I know. We, uh, tell, the, tell the people what we do before each show. Well, we shave each other's backs <laughs> and then we
1: <laughs> and then we queue uh, we up a little bit of 48 Hours uh, we queue up that song and we sit here and we gyrate in our chairs like
0: a bunch of idiots. Yeah that really is stupid. Yeah. <sighs> All of a sudden we're losing listings. Listening <laughs> I'm still around after the back. <laughs> Alright let's keep going through the years. Uh, Fast Times at Richmond High was 1982 We've yeah. done that, but again... Yeah, so many great
1: songs from Fast Times. You have you have um, Oingo Boingo in there. You've got the Go-Go's, who now are touring this spring. Yeah, they're coming. We're hoping to see them in um, a month or so when they come down to Florida. You've got some Joe Walsh in there. You've got Jackson... Oh, I know what you got. A song we have to listen to. we got uh, Jackson Brown. All right, let's, let's play a little of that. Here we go.
0: She's got to be somebody's baby. She's so fun.
1: I love that song. It, I mean, song. It's mean, It's sort of like the... Um,
0: Somebody once said he's out of key, that whole song. I don't know why they said uh Yeah, on my, uh, on my blogs, one says he's out of key.
1: On, on somebody's baby? Yeah. Well, that's a shame. I don't even know. What, yeah. What's your favorite scene from Fast Times?
0: <laughs> oh, you're, you're baiting me. You're baiting me. You know, all right. You know, one is Phoebe Case, but then 1A is probably... Um, May the scene with Spicoli and Mr. Hand yeah, at the end. Yeah, that's when it. When he's banging his... Yeah. No, I like, yeah, when he's... Um, at the very end in the, in the, in the, um, in the room. Yeah, when he goes, So what Jefferson
1: was saying <laughs> to, is that we left this England place because it was bogus. <laughs> and if we don't get some cool rules ourselves, pronto, <laughs> well, then we'll just be bogus, too. That's Yay. great. That's great. <laughs> so that's one of the few ones I know all the way through. I'll give you a classic, dare I say. All right. I need not dare. Risky business.
0: Oh, risky business. You know, I had. You can't get this soundtrack anymore. I really? believe you can't get this soundtrack, but you can buy an import version.
1: Does it have all the Tangerine Dream stuff on it? It does, and that's actually
0: why I bought it. I, <clears throat> I did it for for that, and it has. Um, but the whole thing's great. Jeff Jeff Beck song, "The Pump," I believe it's called. Is it's the music that's playing when he's driving the Porsche. Oh on, yeah, great right, song. at the very end, and the kids like blow by him. It's a great, great soundtrack. It but I mean, old time rock and roll. I know we have that it's cliche queued but... up, but um, I love the Tangerine Dreams. Stuff. It's great.
1: I have a great risky business story. You want to listen to it after we queue up? I want to uh, hear it right now.
0: You want to hear the story right hey, now? Hey, can we play a little Tangerine Dream underneath? Oh as yeah, that'd be perfect.
1: We'll do that. Here we go. So, of course, um, risky business takes place when Joel's parents go out of town for a week or whatever. Well, back in the day, in high, was it high school? No, it's probably college. First couple of years of college, my parents used to to uh, take off for the weekend sometimes. And uh, there's this one time they did it. I threw a forty-eight hour long party. Forty-eight hours. Forty-eight hours at my place, and uh, the uh, it started right off with we, we had um, a lot of liquor that we got because I think uh, we we just probably, skip to the hookers. <laughs> skip to the hookers. Here's the here's the thing, we're doing rum and coke slammers yeah. all night long. My friend uh, gets obliterated. And the next thing I know, he's throwing up on all the furniture and on the shelving oh, units. God. I mean, it's like when I throw up, and when I, I'm sure when you throw up, I managed to make it to the bathroom. This guy just looks like like someone stuck a... Are you uh, a loud barfer or a quiet barfer? Oh, I'm loud. I'm you you do would, would I mean, the impression of me vomiting
0: right now. Meow! <laughs> <laughs> it sounds very like, terrible, a, it sounds like I'm
1: burping out a bone. You know, ball. I mean, <laughs>
0: When I do, I I I I look like I have a great tan after I barf too because I break. I'm so all the blood vessels. All of a sudden, I look like George Hamilton. I'm always
1: worried about the splash. If you throw up too hard, you get the splash. At that point, I don't
0: care about the splash.
1: (laughs) So this guy, we're in my parents' house. Throws up on the couch, on the floor, on the on the you know the knickknack shelves. I mean, he's got vomit in places you couldn't. A normal human being can't reach. And I'm (laughs) obliterated too. So. Not knowing any better of how to clean this mess up, I decided to use the vacuum cleaner. Oh, so no. I'm va- I'm putting the vacuum cleaner on the on the couch. It's not a
0: wet vac, either. No, is
1: it? and I'm, I'm vacuuming everything. And of course, now you got the smell of the, all the dust and the hair and the vomit, all oh, kind of wafting through is... the room. Okay. And of course, and, and it's not doing any good whatsoever. So, meanwhile, I stick him in the bathroom, and. Uh, It's the only bathroom available for people to use. And so all these girls are like, well, you have to go to the bathroom, but there's a guy passed out by the toilet. And we're like, well, just – so we go in there and we cover him up with all these towels (laughs) so that we can – so that the girls can use the bathroom. And, of course, midway through one of their little trips to the bathroom, he comes too and suddenly stands up. It's covered in towels? covered in towels. Like a swamp monster? All of a sudden, I'm I'm vacuuming the vomit up and all of a sudden, I hear this scream at the top of my lungs. I'm like, what the hell is that? (laughs) And I open up the bathroom door and there's a girl with... No pants on Screaming And my friend Covered with towels Bumping into every wall Because he doesn't know What the hell's going on That's very funny So anyway That's your best story I that's, think It's that's not really that great But what the, the, the sad ending Of course is that My parents You know They come home And you know I've, I've done everything To clean up the mess And everything And they, they find one little thing that I didn't uh, take care of, and I got busted for the whole thing. So. Was it
0: the crack in the crystal <laughs> egg? No,
1: it was somebody. I guess, I guess a couple had used their shower for some illicit purposes and left Re- some of the evidence behind. By- oh, come
0: on. <laughs> really? <laughs> what was the evidence? Like a, like uh, a rubber? Or like, yeah. Oh, yeah. no, yeah. no. Yeah. Really? Who can yeah. see that?
1: I guess if it's sitting right there on the in the soap dish, I guess it's kind of obvious. But so anyway, that's my risky business story. That's
0: I need, good. It's a very very I, good one.
1: I need some I need some John some Bob Seeger to help. Uh, yeah, to all watch
0: right, it. <laughs> yeah, let's right a little <laughs> Seeger. All right, okay.
1: Dish. I tell you, I only, I only recently confessed that story to them, by the way. I mean, literally within the last six months.
0: Who, your parents? Yeah. But they knew about the um, Well, they knew the that there was a party, substance. but they didn't
1: know about the vomit and the vacuum cleaner and all that sort of stuff. But So I fessed up the whole story finally. I can, I can die a, a innocent man now. What other what other great soundtracks? All right, let's in the early keep reeling 80s.
0: through the the, the the first half of the uh, the eighties. We have Flashdance was eighty three. We talked about Flashdance a little yeah. bit a uh, couple weeks ago. Decent
1: movie. What's what's the one great song from that that we like so much?
0: Maniac. Not, well, that or What a Feeling, isn't it? No. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. This is What a Feeling? <laughs> Irene Cara. Yeah, not a bad song. Right. Uh, Michael Cimbello, Maniac, yeah. yeah. Um, let's keep going through. Oh, then Footloose, 84. Then we have uh, 16 Candles, 84. Was that really a good soundtrack? I guess people it. No, I don't to. think
1: so. I mean, there's a couple good songs. Oh, God, i got to swallow my candy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that was a great time to eat an M&M. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no more Bar questions four. when I'm
1: clearly eating food. No, there was some good You know what it had Was it had uh, Wild Sex By Oingo Boingo We don't play nearly enough Oingo Boingo in our podcast
0: Or songs called Wild Sex Let's do it Here we go
1: Danny Elfman is a god. We love Elfman? I love Elfman. I love Oingo Boingo. You want,
0: uh, let me tell you a really nerdy thing, speaking of soundtracks that I just downloaded from iTunes, was it's like a 10-minute snippet of music from Midnight Run. Do you know that movie with Charles Grodin, Grodin and, and, uh, and De Niro? It's a great soundtrack. Go try it out. You can t- buy it on iTunes, Danny Elfman. Yeah. Wow. He good did stuff. that? I didn't know that. It's really, really good. Fantastic. I love it. Yeah. I'm still a dork at loving the soundtracks. <laughs> but anyway, let's keep, let's keep going. So, 84... Was a huge year for soundtracks. Definitely. Also, obviously, a good year for movies too. But soundtracks, and I think I had all of these. Embarrassingly enough, I had oh. Ghostbusters. That's I'm not. Yeah. Did you have we, it? Come on. We opened tape the show with it, but no, I didn't. I did not. I had Ghostbusters on tape. Bad
1: memories of that movie.
0: I would listen to. Bo- I think I wore that thing out. It was not a metallic tape. Remember those? <laughs> uh, Forty-eight, or I'm sorry, Against All Odds was '84. Best Phil Collins song. Against Best Phil, all Phil Collins Odds. song ever. And I think uh, a song called "Walk Through the Fire" by Peter Gabriel. Yep. Yep. That's a great tune. I wish we had that. Uh, Purple Rain. Yeah. Uh, we had none other than Eric Dagens, who is our media critic here at the St. Pete Times, when he, he voted on my blog for Purple Rain being the best 80s soundtrack.
1: I, you know, we've done a whole podcast before on Purple Rain, and it's, it's one of the few um, soundtracks I've owned on vinyl tape and DVD, on CD.
0: And then we have somebody movie. here on the blog say, Prince is small, strange, and the only true music genius to become a superstar in the 1980s.
1: That's kind of strange.
0: It is. We don't have the time to debate that, but, you know, <laughs> debate, debate among your friends. Um, anyway, and so what I said, Beverly Hills Cop was eighty four. I had that on vinyl. On vinyl. It's really sad. Me, Who, like, does Who does that? know? When no one would ask to ask me to tomorrow? go out on Friday or Saturday, I'd just stand in my you know my room and dance in my underpants in the Neutron dance, you know, over <laughs> the and over. Neutron <laughs> dance. Uh, nineteen eighty four Hard to Hold, Rick Springfield. We had a Rick Springfield show. Go uh, you check remember that, that out. Remember
1: the, remember the Rick Springfield story I told during the Rick Springfield the Hard to Hold one? <laughs> right? That, was,
0: oh, that oh, was that was ghastly. Ghastly. And uh, Repo Man eighty four.
1: Now I, I know a lot of people every time we bring up Repo Man, everyone gives us a hard time we haven't done a podcast on him yet. We are going to do a podcast on Repo Man. It is coming, but we're waiting for Gina to return for that uh, masterpiece.
0: Yeah. So that uh, that brings us basically up to the the, the midpoint of the decade.
1: Right. Well, and we're gonna and we're gonna handle the second uh, part of the
0: decade in show too, right? Yes, and I have a great story involving the Batman soundtrack. Oh, really? And also me having to serve popcorn to the Batman <laughs> and the Joker up in the movie theater and being harassed by an ex-girlfriend. But Sweet. you have to wait till next week to hear that one.
1: Ah, the mystical music. I do <laughs> love it. You know what time it is? It's time for name that '80s tune.
0: Don't eat any more M and M. Seriously, <laughs> you're going for the M and M's, and you're like spitting little candied shell all over. Actually, me. I think
1: yeah, there's just some spittle on my microphone <laughs> over here. But uh, name that '80s tune is the show where we uh, will play a small snippet of song from the '80s, and you, if you know it, you email us with the artist and song title. And why are you looking at me with that goofy face? I want to know if
0: Cantardi was. Cantardi, you rock. <laughs>
1: Anyway, so uh, here is last week's tunage. Do you know it, Sean? Uh, I do not know it. It's I kind of up- we had a lot of people who entered this week, and a lot of people got it wrong. Only one person got it right, and that person whose name is only given to me as Mister B from Extremely Eighties dot com, which I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's a classic internet eighties radio station, very entertaining. Bad is it, even, entertaining. Is it even fair
0: that mr b wins this
1: uh well he's the only one who uh got it right so we're gonna have to give it to him hey yeah.
0: mr b will give us a little love and he'll like uh you know link to our blogs
1: the correct answer to it was ant music by adam ant
0: that is obscure
1: yeah that's the very beginning of the song well people were saying it was too easy so we hit him with that one and, and the, uh, ant music that'll shut up the critics
0: <laughs> <laughs> so mr b did cantardi did he answer?
1: Yeah, I think he did. I think he got it wrong. I think he's one of the did ones who got it wrong. But I, I'd like I to know wrong. what his answer was. Yeah, I knew you were going to ask that. I don't know. <laughs> I, it was some, I don't, I don't want to embarrass Contardi any more than we have to. All right, do we have a new one for this week? We do have a new one for this week. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Here we go. Slightly easier, slightly harder. What do you think? It is easier. You think you know it?
0: I do. I do think I know it.
1: Okay, because when I first heard it, I did not know this when I first heard it. So uh, I think I know that one. But here, we'll play it for you one more time.
0: Ah, I'd like to change my answer. I
1: did not know that. (laughs) So if you think you know it, um, email us the name of the song and the artist to stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com. And uh, if you're one of the ones who gets it right, you can enter the drawing for a TBT baseball cap. And they're pretty swift. In fact, I think it was Cantardi who uh, emailed and said how much he loved the hat. Really? That's cool. So uh it was some, I think it was Kentari who said it was uh, a lot nicer than he thought it was. We also had that challenge last week. Remember the the challenge to get the 5 hayes?
0: Yeah, that was impossible.
1: Let's let's play oh, Here's the here's our our senior level advanced name that tune uh challenge.
0: Play it. Hey! 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 Hey!
1: That my friend, it is impossible.
0: to get. It really is. And somebody, some computer geek broke it down. and Someone may
1: have gotten it, someone may not have gotten it. The point is, it's not over. You still have a chance to uh, figure it out and email us. If you think you know it, give us the five uh, artists and the songs in order. And uh, if you win it, we'll send you a t-shirt from TBT. Excellent. Excellent. Excellent.
0: All right, so next week we do our second half. Right, uh, we tell a lot of stories about <laughs> <laughs> Batman. i on the m and then we'll also discuss such movies as, or as such soundtracks as the Saint Saint Elmo's Fire. We have Top Gun, Cocktail, The Lost Boys, Pretty in Pink, She's Having a Baby. Uh, Back to the Future, that was go- and Vision Quest, which is very—that was very um, pivotal in your life, wasn't it?
1: <laughs> I guess it,
0: it could be. <laughs> uh, well, and then To Live and Die in L.A., which might be my favorite '80s song from a soundtrack. Right, but a horrible it's movie. Ha-
1: always it's type- always a bad movie. No,
0: it's a good movie Michael Mann. What are you talking about? It's I didn't like. <laughs> it. <laughs> it's good. Uh, anyway, yeah. So uh, tune in next week. It's going to be really, really good. We're going to love. We're going to leave you here then, stuck in the '80s.
1: Duck in the 80s is produced by the online departments of the St. Petersburg Times and TBT. The weekly podcast is engineered by Mr. Dave Morrison. Special thanks to David Peterkovsky for our show opener. If you'd like to blog us, please do. Our blog address is www.tampabay.com slash blogs slash 80s. And remember, you can subscribe to the show at iTunes. I like to belch and then have the gas go through my nose like it's a cigarette smoking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. he a